Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. I have this little bucket and it has all of my little things that I like to use and it has a little ducky and a loofah. This is Chad, our GM. He plays Gideon Nyko and Wade. Could you please turn off these laser grids right now? This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. Oh, I, I told him I loved him. Here's James. He plays Hental. This is literally the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And Steve, who plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Please don't let me get shot by pirates today. We would also like to thank our dungeon maestro, Aiden Chan, for our fabulous new theme music. Let the chaos begin. In our last episode, the crew brought Apollo to Uncle Linus' hospital for surgery and rest. Linus asked Hentol to rescue a fellow Fentac before she is captured by a notorious bounty hunter. Can Hentol convince the crew to do a job as a favor and for no pay? Okay, so that is so Linus gives you that information and he wishes you Godspeed. And uh so it's in your hands, uh, Hental, when you want to let your crew know what's going on. And Linus goes to check in on Flossie and Apollo. It, it's going to be a minute before Apollo's. Uh, Apollo's out. He's comatose. He ain't, he ain't coming around for a while. And, and so Linus walks into the room, uh, Flossie, where you're at. And, and Flossie, so you let's are see. sleeping. You're sleeping. I am under the blankets, curled up with my head on Apollo's shoulder, sleeping next to him. Okay. So I, I think this would be something that Linus would see and then just just leave you alone. Probably. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so, Ren. Yes. That was a damn good fish taco. Mm-hmm. Double fried fish taco. Good double fried fish taco and the uh, the sides that come with it, really nice too. Uh, let's see, Zeke, you are uh, you're finished up at the hospital. You're cleaning yourself off, and I guess I don't know, doing progress note charting. Charting, yeah, <laughs> that's always fun to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you got to right. And Hintal, are you communicating with your crew or, or what's going on? Um. Once we figure out what's going on here with Apollo. Yeah, Apollo. Apollo's stable. He needs rest, and there's really nothing more that can be done here. Okay. Just so leave him in the hands of the doctors at the hospital. I will give it till morning, essentially. Okay. Gather the crew up and be like, hey, listen, I got a thing. Okay. So it's the next morning. Where Would everybody be on the ship? Would everybody sleep on the ship? Or Flossie, are you going to be sleeping with your brother? <laughs> Man, that's so what a man. You know, when, you, <laughs> when you say it like that, but you know, I mean, they they shared a womb. I mean, it's not like that's. I think that's the excuse everyone goes to. I'm just throwing it out. There. That is She's oh. not Cersei. Okay? That is usually the excuse you hear on Pornhub. Just saying. But she would sleep next to him in his bed. Yes. 
but not in a creepy way. Not in a creepy in way. In a sisterly way. In a loving way. sibling, in a twin bonding way. In above the Mason Dixon line, sisterly way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, she's not into that. She's not Cersei Lannister, okay? All right. Not yet, at least. <laughs> no. Shame. <laughs> no. Shame. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right. <clears throat> so, so everybody else, I'm guessing, sleeps on the ship. And then everybody gets up and you gather every, the crew that's on the ship. And I'm guessing you're going to wire Flossie to say, hey, there's something we need to talk about. Yeah. Okay. How does Flossie respond to that? Does she go back to the ship? Um, I mean, if they're waking her up to, to talk to her, she's going to assume that it's important. Um, you know. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> assumption. That's true. Considering, yeah, um, we're, we're trying to pick out a place for breakfast. But anywho, so what? What would they? What would they? What would they come in with? So if she's laying, if she's laying in the bed, and it's presumably morning, and they're coming in to talk to her, and she's no, not I think you're, woken up you're yet. being your your communicator's chirping. I. She would take it out and throw it on the floor. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'll talk to the rest of the crew first and then go poke Flossie's forehead. That works. All right. So what are you, Hintel, what are you telling the rest of the crew? Hey, guys. Um, I may or may not need a favor that involves a mission that I can't guarantee is going to pay us. Go team. Ren's wearing some stuff that she picked up at the at the store yesterday. Your new stuff looks. Why am I? Why am I imagining seashell earrings in a coconut bra? Why am I imagining that? Because you're you have a weird no. imagination. But not quite. Close. Coconut arms. No. <laughs> coconut arms. <laughs> coconut joint covers. There's one on the elbow. One on the wrist. Yeah. There we go. Coconut knee pads. She has an I love a Freevis tank top. Oh, obviously. And a brightly a Polynesian shirt. Dyed like shell yeah. necklace. Oh, I like a floppy it. straw hat. Ooh, classy. Did you get the new sunglasses, like the nifty sunglasses to go with it? You know? No sunglasses. No sunglasses? We don't need no, no. fucking sunglasses. A floral, <laughs> tropical floral wrap skirt over her pants. Okay. A sarong. Yeah. All right. Over her pants. Well, <laughs> She's still wearing. Pants are tactical as fuck, yes. bro. A skirt is not. No, I understand. But she still that. wants the fashion statement. The fuck is wrong with you, Zeke? You know when you travel to a place and everything seems all cool and you get all wrapped up to it and you say, sure, I could pull this off. So I'm picturing Hintal calling the crew in and saying, hey, guys, I got something really important to do. And then Rin walks in and like a every- tropical bird of paradise. <laughs> Everybody just stops and looks over at Rin. So did some shopping, did you? Yeah, you like it. Totes. You're very tropical. I'm going to give you a crisp high five for that shopping on <laughs> Shopping trip. It looks, I I wouldn't have the balls to pull that off. It, it looked good on everybody else, so I figured. Fucking run with it. I, I like try it. it. Did you blow up an aviary? What does that? Why? No, 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 nothing. So Hensel said he has a job for us. Uh, job. A, a job that won't pay. Yeah, I was just say job denotes payment. This would be more like. 
potentially in the future a da- tax deductible task. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. We can roll with that. <laughs> I bet I can figure out how to get us paid from a tax dedu- deductible task. See, there it is. It's a charity. It's good karma, if you believe in that. Um, we can sell it to Megatry that way. See? See? You know, if they ask questions. So, I'm pretty sure everyone here knows I have a symbiote. And there's not many... What? <laughs> My shocked face! Ooh! <laughs> Fingers and all. Um, well, we, we have been listening to the podcast. Well, most, well, of, most us. of us. Yeah, most of us, yeah. Um, so, there's a lady... And her name is is highly. It's similar. always a lady. I don't know her. I've never met her. At least not that I'm aware of. Um, maybe I have. That's a whole other separate issue. Linus was saying that she has been in contact with him, and she is being like hunted, pretty uh, pretty harshly by uh, Cam Tuan. And, oh, and that is a name everybody remembers. And we might need to go toe to toe with her again. Which is going to be super fun. Oh, no. No. No way. Um, The reason... The last time we tangled with her, I wasn't sitting right for a week. Well, I believe it. Um, That doesn't take much. I don't know where that was going, but I'm running. <laughs> um, and you know because... Listen, one of us is the big spoon, and we know it's me, all right? You know, I was so going there. <laughs> you're mean, not even there, Flossie. You're taller. You'd have to be. I don't have to be, be there. Right, it should be weird. Yeah, you don't want to sleep with knees in the middle of your back. Well, who does, really? Okay, can we stop talking about spooning right now? Sorry. Why would wow. we? So we, we have to save some, some chick? I shipped that. Some chick that also has a symbiote in her. Um, a woman. We are... Uh, we're we're pretty uh pretty few and far between as you know, and then just to make matters a little worse, so you know that lengthy time away from the crew, the vacation I gave you guys from my really obnoxious asshole personality, um, that whole time I was actually running from a group of really skilled mercs, um, that were really good at following me, and I. I don't know why, but something tells me that that those might be related to this Cam Tuan hunting her thing. So you think that this bounty hunter is hunting down your species? I think I think this bounty hunter is paid for by a group of people that are hunting down um, my species. So that's a thing, and it's not fun or ideal. And it's tax deductible, probably. We well, can get Zeke on board with it. I'm in. Okay. I appreciate it. And Gideon eyes Zeke. Gives what? you a stern look. And yeah. and you're in too, right, Zeke? Yes, absolutely. Rin. I don't have any place else to go, so where the if... home goes, Rin goes. I dig <laughs> it. Yes. Well, wherever the ship is going, I, I go don't I'm have going to All right. I'll I'll go talk Flossy into it. She didn't answer her communicator. Well, that's because she pulled it out. Pull out game is strong with Flossie. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you sleep with your brother. <laughs> you got no. it. You got it. I mean, they shared a womb after all. <laughs> uh, I hear that a lot. I really hope not. 
Where are you listening? <laughs> it's my my podcast network. Anyway, uh, so Hental is going to go talk to Flossie. So Flossie, after a while, uh, Hental is so when Hental walks in, is Flossie awake or asleep? Um, Flossie is awake, and um, she is um, lovingly um, creepily. That's, Tra- that's code just, for creepily. No, not creepy. No, in a in a loving sibling. I haven't seen you in like four years, kind of thing. She's um, tracing his features and um, just in no, just just being close to her brother they were very 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 close so it's a, it's not a sweet, in a creepy way it's a, you a sweet loving a gesture sibling. and yes. not creepy at all okay right. and, and hence all you walk in on this hey Fo- flossy hi um so super stoked we saved your brother and all um thanks you're um i got a favor to ask what is it um so you know your uncle? I, I well, imagine you yes. Do. That'd be awkward if you didn't. Very awkward. Accurate. Um, He's my only living relative, other than Apollo. See, so you know him definitely. Cool. I know We're him on the a same lot. Page. Watch you guys talk. It's weird. Um, so he asked a favor of me that I need the crew to do with me. What do you need? We had to go save a chick from uh, Cam Tuan. Oh. That sounds fun. Who is it? Her name is Haile Sarah. Okay. She may or may not have a symbiote in her as well. Oh. Well, I'm in. Okay, cool. Um, Just to make sure you're making an informed decision. um, So you remember that really lengthy break I gave you guys from me? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that whole time I was basically running from a group of really well-trained mercs um, that followed me through all of my I'm going to lose you tactics. Do um, I get to blow them up? Yes, by all means. Then let's do it. If you can it. make their eyeballs explode, I will give you Scott. Um, how about just your friendship? How about both? Deal. Done. Okay. Everyone's on board. Yay, charity mission. Hental's friendship is scotch. Well, they're synonymous. Yeah. Something like that. Scotch and spooning, apparently. Don't don't make it weird. Which is short for space ooning. Again, don't make it weird. <laughs> okay. All right, so it looks like the entire crew is in. Uh, you are going to go uh, go off to rescue this uh, this individual and you i mean if if nobody else has anything else any other business that they want to complete on this planet or in this hospital you get on the irritated badger and take off uh, towards the planet are you going to do a controlled jump or a wild jump we should totally do a controlled jump i vote for controlled controlled jump unless there's some compelling re- super compelling reason not to well a wild jump would get you there sooner instead if of two weeks gotten the right why is it two weeks i thought it was a week between it's a week to the jump point and a week back from the jump point to the destination oh, 
That's right. And so if she's being pursued, two uh, weeks might be too long. It's up to you guys. There's no like Let's jump do point it. anchor nearby at the major hospital in the system. Yeah, it's a week out. So wild jump or control jump? It's up to you guys. Wild. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's I make it quick. Idea. Let's go destroy this. What was the person's name? Cam Tuan. Cam. Yes. Cam Tuan, a name that you will never forget. <laughs> that we forgot. Because twice. you're going to write it down. Sure, wild jump. So, wild jump. So, uh, I need whoever is going to activate the jump, I need you to give me a 2d6 roll. <laughs> Do I get any bonuses for that? Or? You can aid. Wait, aid? No, yeah. I'm the pilot. So so Hental can roll 2d6, and if he fails, somebody else can assist. Oh, dear God. Oh, this is not going to be nice. But, like, piloting skills, astro navigation, all that, none of that comes into play on a wild jump? Nope. nope. That's fucking terrible. I got a nine. I got a five. Well, Hiley, I'm sorry. Yeah, you so bitch. so Zeke don't help at all, but uh, why are you pushing that button? That's the button that turns on the engines. So, so Hental, you got a nine, right? Yes, sir. So the illness and hallucinations are pronounced. I get to choose one from the list below. Let's see. And you're here. gonna choose the one that makes you giggle the most, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, let's see. Okay, so with the wild the wild jump happens and you you translate close to uh, your final destination, but it's going to take you're a few days out. You actually manage to cut your trip down trip time down significantly. However, you actually jump in front of a scientifically interesting phenomenon. And so Zeke, as the scientist, what is this interesting phenomenon that you find yourself jumping in front of? Not a black hole. No. Yeah, I was just saying, no event horizons. <laughs> or naked singularities or um, some sort of ionized gas cloud that screws with the cells, sensors. All right. So you wild jump into an ionized gas cloud and the sensors go bonkers. Yes. So you have no idea where you are when you end up in the gas cloud. So flying out of it. Uh, actually shows that you are a few days away from your target destination. Uh, Gideon managed to uh, retrieve a sample from this ionized gas cloud, and it has some kind of beneficial effect for either the ship or a member of the crew. Uh, Rin, what is it? It appears to have an effect on... um cell regeneration so it could actually reverse um effects of aging or disease that's pretty cool all right and so uh gideon tests the properties of the gas and tells that to the crew hey with the sample that we got it increases cellular regeneration well that could be useful yeah sounds profitable we need to, as Gideon quickly puts down like a, a navigation marker in the area that you jump to, says, we need to come back to this. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you. Can't you can't patent a naturally occurring gas. Yes, you can. Formula, we totally can. 
and then sell it to Megatry for all the million credits. <laughs> Every million credits. Oh, geez, this was a mistake. All right, so anyway, the the nav marker has been placed. You are slow boating your way to the the planet that your hopefully uh, your your target is still on. Is anybody doing anything important before you make planet fall? No. No? Okay. All right. And eventually, uh, as you get closer to the planet, you know, Hental, you're, you're searching, you're doing research, you're, you're, Linus gave you like last known coordinates from the transmissions that were sent, and it is, uh, you get zeroed in on uh, an area of the, the slums in the capital city of this planet. Well, yeah, it's the best place to hide. Of course it is. And uh, so you you triangulate the location and you land. We're going to speed things up a little bit. You're asking around. All of you guys are pretty good at gathering information because you know, criminals are. And you manage to track your target to a seedy bar in the slums. Okay. Okay. And I'm, I guess the entire crew is going there because this could be a rescue mission. You're not entirely sure what you're walking into. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, that's okay. correct. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to read the rest of this uh, this pre-generated uh, jump point from Malcolm Harbrow. And it says, you tracked your target to a CD bar in the slums, but they clearly knew someone was after them. At the first sight of you, they flipped over the table and ran for the back door before you could even tell them you were there to help. If you don't catch them soon, they'll disappear into the maze of side streets and their enemies might get to them before you do. So... Quick question, uh, Flossie, since you, yeah. you're like the underground criminal element types of things, who rules these slums and why don't you want your pursuit to come to their attention? Uh, so my first impulse would be the Unidor. And naturally, I wouldn't want it to come to their attention because they are seeking the Fentac. So that would be the the faction that's tracking this person down. But like, think think uh, like local, smaller. Like what like criminal organization rules these slums, or like a so King we're of Thieves creating or a like sub faction. Yeah, or sure. just All right. regional. We're just a regional, a regional, a regional like, like again. Yeah. All right, so Spafia. they are the the, <laughs> the three six Spafia. <laughs> Tilapia, the tilapia mafia. <laughs> Twice fried fish tacos. That's right. I'm going to consult my little thing here. Hang on, hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on. The Gloom Reavers? I don't know. The Tarantinos. Ooh. The Tarantinos. Red Reapers? Ooh, that's good. The Red Reapers. Yeah. Okay, so the Red Reaper gang uh, controls these slums. But why don't you want your pursuit to come to their attention? What would what what bad thing would happen if they found out you were here? Well, if they found out that we were here, then they might prevent us from um, helping uh, helping our target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highly, we we wouldn't want them to stop us from getting to highly. So, so they could probably see a profit in capturing highly instead of you rescuing her exactly they're they're like one of their merc groups yeah they have a long and 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 
very financially beneficial history of working with the Unidor. Exactly. Oh, oh, so we definitely don't want them knowing that we are that trying to more. rescue another Fentac. Exactly. Yeah. So they're a Unidor Merc group. Holy shit. They're everywhere, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Crafty bastards. All right. All right. And, and so that's the, the gang that uh, controls the slums here. Uh, Zeke, you're the guy who knows everybody everywhere. Who do you know here that you can trust? No, just this area. <laughs> what was my first thought, Mr. Peanut? <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> it's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. It's the sentient peanut. <laughs> Lagoon, actually, if we're going to be technical. She kissed me right here on the left nut. <laughs> he only goes by Mr. Blue Ribbon. Honey roasted or uh, dry? Paul Brian Riesling. <laughs> Mayor Stackros. Mike McMill. His name is Stackros. Stackros? Stackros. Stackros. Okay. Sounds ominous, right? So this is somebody that you know uh, that, that we can trust. Okay, so that's... Keep that in your mind. And let's let's go. So she's running away from you all through the, the back alleys and slums, and you need to act fast before you lose her. What do you do? Can I see her? Uh, she darted out of the bar, and she's out the door. So no, you cannot see her right now. All right. Um, I can attempt to communicate telepathically since I have seen her previously. If she's uh, Fentac, you need to be within 75 feet in order to do that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Because James made the species very hard to communicate with. Oh, I see. Even though they are psychic? Not by default. Interesting. If you're Alrighty, a psychic, then. you know the I defense I don't think it. that I'm within 75 feet of okay. Everybody just stands staring at the door. No, uh, I, would, I would run. I would keep running after her. So Flossie runs. Hental would run. What about the uh, the rest of y'all? I mean, it's, I'm not going to like gently mosey, but I'm also not going to really put a whole lot of effort into chasing down somebody who's running away. I want to catch <laughs> up. I want to catch up to her, but I don't want to get all sweaty. Okay. What about Rin? Uh Ren will run after. Okay, so three people are actually giving chase. Gideon's with, with Zeke. He's like, "Fuck this! I ain't running. We're just gonna, we're just gonna power walk right. through the slums. Don't walk, hike." Well, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe we should catch up with the the people who know how to fight. Uh. Oh God. <laughs> okay, so I need. Let's see here. So what I'm gonna do is I am going to start a countdown and I need the three of you who are chasing to give me uh, agility plus any kind of skill that you think would be helpful in running or catching somebody. James can teach people. <laughs> no, 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 it might slow them down or put them to sleep. So I have a five dice countdown and we're gonna go ahead and have everybody who's, who's pursuing roll there's a certain target number that you have to reach. If you can make it to the target number before the countdown expires, you catch up to her. Okay. So everybody give me a roll for the first round. Pure agility. Here we so go. Agility plus like running or Pure agility. Endurance. All right. So what so you rolled once. I got a 10. A 10? Okay, keep keep uh keep track of what you rolled. 
right. Uh, Ren and Flossie, what'd what, you get? What would, uh, what attribute does tracking fall under? Do you happen to know? Tracking would probably be intuition. That's kind of what I was thinking. Can I just yell parkour and get a bonus? Parkour! <laughs> As I leap over like a trash can lid. You could do that and it inspires the other people running along with you. Yay! Parkour! So if you're within 30 feet of Hintal, you get an extra D6 to add to your roll. Good idea. So that is... 15. All right. So keep track of what you rolled. And Rin? Don't forget your parkour die. Yeah, I have it. I'm trying to figure out if anything... I think you have the running skill, don't you? No, I don't have oh. running. I have hardy and survival. Survival involves running. Eh, it's more keen to tracking. Okay. Alright, so keep track of that. Nobody nobody hit the bonus, so I'm going to roll the countdown. And I remove one die from the countdown. Four dice remain. Everybody roll again. Yeah, damn it. Roll, roll the same thing again? Yep, roll the same dice pool. Tell me your, your total that you rolled. 19. 21. Eight. That's your total from both rounds? Oh, oh. total. 18. Yes. Okay. Uh, 37. All right. Well, I don't think it really matters because Rin just grabs her. Rin catches up to her and I guess reaches out and would you like just grab her? Grab her clothing and stop her? All right. So you, you stop her Come short. Come me if you want to live. No. <laughs> She's just fucking straight up Terminator. Terminator too, right? Yes. I've never, no. Yeah, Rin didn't run as much as she just kind of like walked with purpose and somehow caught up to her. It's like the scariest, like the Michael Myers. The, no, it's Jason from uh, Friday the 13th. He's just like, he can't run very well, but he's always in front of you. It's scary as hell. In, 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 in. Rin does like to use machetes, actually. Oh, my God. This is true. Oh. We have Jason Voorhees on our team. Fucking oh, A. It's freaking scary. So you grab the you grab the female Nikasi by the collar and you grab it. She starts struggling. She's like, let go of me, you son of a bitch. You're not getting me. And she's like, just starts struggling and squirming. I'm just going to hold her. <laughs> <laughs> just say nothing and just hold her. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm, and I'm and everybody else catches up. Yeah. Hey, hey, calm, calm. We're here to save you and get you the fuck out of here. And she's like, she's thrashing around and she sees you and she stops and you you can sense each other, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so she stops. She's like growling at Ren and, and Flossie and then she sees you and she, she kind of like gets a little confused. Linus sent us. We're getting you the fuck out of here. Linus sent you? Yeah. Let's go. Oh, Jesus. Do you know who's after me? Yeah. 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 Fully aware. Let's go. Okay, uh, I want. Who has the? Now that we're all caught up, uh, who has the lowest luck? I have a crew? seven. My dice pool is three. I have a six with a three dice pool. Seven. What does Gideon have? He has like a ten. Damn. Fucking a Gideon. Flossie has a seven. Okay, so whoever somebody said you had like three left, three luck left. That's you, a skill check, isn't it? You get a luck back after every game. You know that, right? Right. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we yeah. all have three. Our raw stats are seven, three. seven, seven, six. 
our each of our dice pools are three. So technically, I have the lowest luck. Got it. Okay, so get roll your your luck dice pool there. Uh, skill. Zeke. I want to inspire the fuck out of you to be luckier. Do I get to add anything to this? No, just luck. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, as you you grab her and she struggles and and calms down, uh, you do not attract any attention with all of this. Yeah. This is probably something that happens a lot in the slums. Who knew? Who the thunk? <laughs> Anybody from the slums? That's who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. All right. So what do you do? Take her back to the ship and get right. the fuck out of here. All right. So you start uh, going back to the irritated badger. Uh, is there anything special that you're doing? Are you keeping an eye out? Oh, yeah. Watching for baddies. We're walking casual. I don't know. Yeah. So trying not to attract <laughs> attention. Right. Doing fine. <laughs> right. So uh, let's see. It's an old crew, but it checks out. <laughs> this whole crew is pushing 40. Ugh. I'm still on this side of 35. Yeah, okay. well, with a, with, we're averaging all of our ages together. Let's see. Uh, Hental, give me uh, like some kind of stealth roll. Some some roll. Uh, let's see whether it's uh, agility based or manipulation based or, or something that can keep you below notice. I'm gonna teach everyone how to be very stealthy. <laughs> I'm already stealthier than you. you I'm probably me. way stealthier. Probably, than you but I got the bluff skill, so I can walk it off. <laughs> so can I? actually use that the bluff skill to like blend in and look normal versus trying to actually like blatantly sneak sure okay just uh act like you you belong there act like it's normal uh that's charisma plus bluff not carousing no okay Okay, so i have the uh attribute the the exploit or trait um, urchin, familiar with urban backgrounds, able to blend in easily. At, so bonus die. It doesn't give me any quantifiable bonuses. So uh, it probably just means you don't even need to roll. It's uh, natural for you. Oh, okay. You can blend in. Cool. Okay. And Sweet. Flossie, since you have the stealthy exploit and yes. people aren't actively looking for you, I'm assuming that you can scout ahead yes, and indeed. not be seen. So give me some kind of perception-based role to see if you are being pursued. Okay, so we've got uh, maybe tracking? Or or tracking, survival tactics. What do you think? Mm, let's do... Stealth. Let's do intuition and stealth, because you're going to be looking for people who are trying to out-stealth you. Ooh, add one to it because of inspiration. Got you covered. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. So we've got nine, 12, 14, so that's 20. Uh, as as the, the whole crew is walking through the, the slums and the alleyways to get back to the spaceport, uh, you do notice that there are not, they're not you're not being pursued, but as you're walking by, there are people who are like when they they spot you, like one whispers to the other one, and the other one runs off. 
I mean, this is something that you've seen a lot it's in pursuit, slums but like, like this. a network of yes, I. yes. Somebody knows that you're here. So, how far away am I from the one that ran? Uh, we'll say you're about well, the one who who's running. He's currently about mm-hmm. we'll say forty feet away from you. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to side blast. Fucking ain't right, you are. You're gonna side blast a street urchin. Yeah. yeah. Make that money. Take the risks. Just saying. Them's Hang the rules on, let me of the make street. sure I have the right dice. Would it help if I said he was ten years old? No. Oh no, no. Go ahead and roll that mental defense. We all know the street rules. I know what a ten-year-old's mental defense is. You need to beat it. Be a ten. All right, here we go. I beat it. I got a thirteen. Okay, now do damage. What's what's the preteen term for infanticide? There isn't one. Okay. Um, Justifiable homicide. Sure. <laughs> That's a go. 19 damage. You side blast and kill a 10-year-old street urchin. My hey, bullets. they were running away to, to give us away, and we can't have that. Let's keep running. Let's go. Well... Flossie just gives everybody away by side blasting a, a kid. And how he, would they know? That, no, no, no. Well, kid no, no, drops no. dead in the kid, middle of the Kid street. starts running and he like, yeah, just like slams up against the wall, has a seizure right? and falls over. And all the people run to him and we run away. Yeah, and then that's that's just malnutrition know? working yeah, that's not like against him. like a gunshot him. going off in the alleyway. <laughs> it's not like she had, like a signal flare went up. That kid had an aneurysm. Yeah, sure. she, it's not like she held him up in front of a spray of no bullets or anything. No Nice try, though. Run. <laughs> Running. Or we should say, basically, run. Oh, is he okay? We should get out of here before somebody comes. <laughs> is there a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> somebody saved that 10-year-old having an aneurysm on the wall. You guys are running, and Gideon looks back. Flossie, you didn't. No, of course not. Run. Uh, running. <laughs> But run casual, so we blend in. Yeah. <laughs> run, but don't look like you're running. Power walk. <laughs> run like you live in the slums. Well, I mean, that's normal. When somebody goes down, you want to get away from the cops. That are uh, this, cops is, so. this is true. Exactly. We'll blend in even better now. Run. Yeah. Right. And you eventually get back to the irritated badger. Before the dock wagon shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong universe. Oh, mm-hmm. No, no, it's literally a doctor with like a wooden wagon. That just like, <laughs> bring out <laughs> your dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one had a platinum subscription. That means he goes on the top. We might even... He might even get an autopsy. <laughs> maybe his brain didn't melt completely and yeah, he'll be maybe. okay. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, we'll never know. Because we'll NMFB. be out of here. NMFB. Right. And so you get on the irritated badger, do the, the pre-flight check, get the hell out of there. And you take off. Uh, so... What's going on? So you all get on the ship. The ship is taking off. Where would everyone be? And where are you putting your guest? Well, our guest can't go in Flossie's room because it's a meat locker. Yeah. Unfortunately. 
I, but, I have a, a, a day bed in my room. I'll sleep on the day bed. She can take my bed. Okay. So yeah, Flossie has an extra bed too. Right. In the walls. Of course. Well, you guys haven't broken orbit yet. So, uh, okay. So you, you just run in, you, you go do that. And you're going to deal with your, your guests later. And as you, you start to fly off. So are you going to, to boat to a jump point or wild attempt jump. another wild jump? Wild, wild jump. All right. So makes it harder for them uh, to follow us. Well, before you start engaging for a wild jump, the the sensors do go off, and there is a a ship that is uh, on a an intercept course to the irritated badger, and you recognize the ship. Okay. It's the bounty hunter. So, so we now we're gonna wild jump. Orbit. All right. Of course we are. They're gonna try to wild jump in orbit. All That's right. So somebody roll two d six and pray. Why is it a no? 12! Holy oh my shit. gosh! It's a miracle! It's Wait, like, hang on. Hang on. Does this episode come it's out a, of Christmas? It's a Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. <laughs> it, bounced off the, it bounced off the box of beer, guys. Beer <laughs> is proof that the dice love us and want us to be happy. You know, weirdly enough, this episode may actually come out on Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's bizarre. So, so for Christmas, Steve actually rolled a twelve on two dice. If it does, we're calling this episode a Christmas miracle. We're, we totally fucking are. <laughs> it does need to be called a Christmas miracle. God. Damn, All Steve. right. Well so you force the ship to make a wild jump and rolled a twelve. So on a ten plus, the crew only suffers nausea, headaches, and other minor effects. I thought we got some sort of really cool boon on a twelve. You reach a point within a week's travel of your destination, or you can choose from the list below. So. Do you want to, so, well, first of all, where, where was your destination? Um, the, let's see, uh, planet. Uh, Freevis? For now, yes. yeah. Freevis, okay. So you can either be a week with, a week, a week's worth of travel away from a Freevis, or you can find an uncharted world ready for exploration. You can find exploitable resources there for the taking. You can discover a scientifically interesting phenomenon. You can discover wreckage or ruins of unknown origin. You find a new path to a well-known destination, or you encounter a faction or culture that is new to you. New faction might be kind of cool. But I really want to try the Uncharted World. I know, right? Right? Yeah. All for Uncharted World, say aye. Aye. So we have four votes for an Uncharted World, so... Fuck what I want. All right. <laughs> All in favor say tyranny of the majority. Tyranny of the majority. <laughs> Yay, democracy. <laughs> and this, listeners, is what the electoral college is like. <laughs> All right. See, we're educational. Yeah, yes. There we go. Now we can start getting a sweet, sweet uh, kickback funds from PBS. Or the Department of Education. Yeah, Betsy DeVos will follow. Will follow oh, some vouchers, dude. oh, God. Moving on. So you wild jump, and instead of a Freevis or anywhere near a Freevis where you were hoping you would go, you come across in a completely previously unexplored area of space with a world that's not on any of the star charts that you know of. Right in front of you. What better place to hide from bounty hunters than a place nobody's ever heard of before? Word up. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Christy, tell me about the predominant feature of this planet, like uh, like climate, 
It appears terrestrial. Terrest what? Terrestrial. Terrestrial. So like Earth-like. Yes. Okay. So it's an Earth-like uncharted planet. Okay. And it's like I said, it's not on any of the charts. It has no name. It's never been explored. What do you do? And it looks like it's close enough to Earth that it more than likely has an atmosphere, but there, there's something different about it. James, what? It doesn't have to be hazardous, but just something that's unexpected. Uh, all the water's orange. So it's an Earth-like planet with orange water. Yeah. Interesting. Higher oxidation rate in the iron content in the water. Okay. So it's probably the atmosphere probably has more oxygen concentration in it than Earth would. I would imagine that. Okay. But still breathable? Yes. Okay. So do you go explore the planet? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Of course we do. We didn't choose uncharted world to not chart an uncharted world. Exactly. You might also be able to to survey the planet, and when you get back to civilized space, upload your information to the sector net and get a little money for it. Right. That's not a bad thing. Right. It works in Elite Dangerous. Or No Man's Sky. Next time on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I mean seagull but you know some sort of some sort of bird thing bird analog that yeah. it, it lives here so maybe like a like a flying crab looking thing maybe oh, yeah. that's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> it's a crab. better than a flying spider spider bee spider, spider bee, bee does whatever <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> so, oh god so a flying coconut crab flies around <laughs> screaming at the top of its lungs <laughs> They have tree lobsters here. Tree lobsters. I just learned about them on Octonauts the other night. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil Partnership Benefits, and other swag, click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Yeehaw! Welcome to WAND Radio. My name is Emmett. Whether it's your first year on campus or your fifth, I'll be your guide through this magical mystery thing called College Life. Uh, nothing. Okay, because this equipment is very expensive, and the university wouldn't like it if it gets broken. Remember, you, Rupert, and I are on in an hour. WAND Radio, for your magical listening enjoyment on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts.